Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of LCBJJ Talks. I'm Carlos. Uh, we're back, at least for a couple more. Uh, and um, I know some of you guys were were asking for it, and uh, and I'm gonna try to try to deliver um, as everything's slowing down for me, so my schedule has opened up a little bit, and um, I want to sit down and talk to a few more people. But uh, this week we start. We talked with uh, the Taco King himself, Vic. Uh, Vic's a blue belt. He's been training with us for a couple years. Uh, you guys will get to know him a little bit. Um, I asked him uh, a few questions here and there. Uh, Vic is also a parent uh, of um, his daughter is in our kids program. And uh, so we get to talk a little bit about that, a little about his background, his uh, taco place. Um, but um, it's, a, <clears throat> it's a long one. It's a long episode as I kept circling back to certain things because I kept forgetting because uh, I haven't for, I haven't done one of these in a while. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a lot rusty <laughs> interviewing somebody. But, you know, we you know, I'm going to name this part one because uh, in part two, we're actually talking to, um, you know, the taco queen um, in, in the next episode. <laughs> so we get to hear from both perspectives and Vic dropped some some pretty good perspective on you know, what it was to start, but it also what it is to have somebody who's in their household who is just starting jujitsu and kind of um, see what they're going through and kind of realize, um, you know, that she has some questions that he might have the answer to or how he's already been through it and kind of relay his experience. So, um, you know, the point of these episodes and point of these podcasts was to make sure that you guys uh, get to know each other a little bit and, you know, kind of know everybody's story, kind of know their why, why they started doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and what motivates them and what, can, and what, and, you know, get to know them a little bit. Even if you don't really talk to them too much, at least you get to know a little bit about what their, um, you know, their background is. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys, I hope to do more. Um, and, you know, hit me up with some more episodes, some more ideas. Uh, I got a, I think I got another one or two lined up for interviews, but I also don't mind doing them uh, by myself, kind of like mini, mini sods talking about certain topics that you guys might, you guys have. Um, I'm also uh, getting a little bit fancier with music and transitions and things like that. So, um, you know, I guess it'd be, I guess I'm getting better at it. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just putting more effort into it, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the episode with Vic, the taco King part one, and uh, I'll see you guys on the other side. Thanks. All right, ready? We're going. Okay. Gordon. All right. So, what's up, Vic? How you doing? I'm doing good. All right. So this is kind of like the comeback episode of the podcast. I know a lot of people have been wanting to hear it. What I mean by a lot of people, I mean Lewis. <laughs> I think Human and I think Matt Casper's dad asked today about it. So we're just here, kind of hanging out a little bit. Vic's at my house, so you're gonna hear the dog in the background, probably barking, and you'll hear you hear Patty probably start cleaning because I'm doing something, and then Ian um, playing video games in the back. So anyway, sorry. So just in case. Give you guys a warning about um, any of the background noise and things like that. So I know sometimes we, when people when we do these podcasts, people complain like the audio is too low. It's not bad. Yeah. I could I could always hear everybody fine. 
Yeah. I mean, there's other podcasts I listen to where I have to crank it up really high. So I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I rarely edit, so I don't know. I don't know how to edit anything. So um, there's this big compressor thing through this, like, or whatever this is. Oh. I have no idea how to use those, any of those. And you can use them, but I don't know how to use them. So anyway. All right. So, uh, Vic, we'll get everybody to, to listen to find out a little bit about you. Okay. A little bit, because I know people, um, you're rarely around. Um, you don't really train anymore. Hmm. Um, but no, it's uh, kind of like last time, kind of like the other uh, other interviews that I've that I've done here. Just get to know a little bit about you. I won't ask you anything like too personal, because that's not what it's about, really. It's more to get to know you. Um, how long have you been training with us? It'll be three years. So I started October 19th. But I think I went once and then I was out for like two weeks or something like that. So let's say November will be three years. Okay. So November. Yeah. Or three years. What made you get started in jiu-jitsu? I think people always want to know like why you wanted, why you're doing this. Um, I don't know. I was always curious about it. I was always curious about jiu-jitsu. Like, I mean, I was always into watching UFC, of course, like everybody else. Yeah. The jiu-jitsu part of it. And then I had some friends that were training. And I always thought that was pretty cool. And they kept trying to push me to get in get into it so that was like a big thing and um i did it for fitness to stay fit yeah just to work out i mean seemed like a good workout but and you're you're real fat when you came in now you lost a bunch good. of weight. i was so i was 200 and i was looking this up i was 207 pounds really started yeah i was 207 and then right now i'm about 177 ian shaking Jesus. his head yeah so it's a 30 pound difference I think I lost like 20 pounds that first year. Really? Yeah, it was about 20 pounds. I wish I knew it was 20 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that, and that was, I think those 20 pounds were not really watching my diet, just training all the time. It just, it yeah. just came off? Yeah, it yeah. just came off. As long as you don't eat like an asshole, I usually, that's usually the thing, man. I tell people, I'm like, just don't eat like an asshole. I don't say it, but I should say it. Just like, don't eat like an asshole. And then people realize, like, they forget, like, um, they don't uh, I think they forget that part it's easy to forget that part because you can after training you just kind of like stuff your face but I think certain people probably shouldn't stuff their face after eating after training like Israel like Israel and eating well he eats Arby's before um, Arby's and uh, tacos from shitty taco places <laughs> from 7-Eleven right the taquitos something like that he uh <laughs> what a shit bag uh, he is. He came in. He had a, his fucking hair's all fucked up. His beard hasn't been shaved. This was yesterday for like no me. Oh yeah. Um, and I was just like, fuck. You look like you were on a bender for like three weeks. He probably he was so living um, good life. Yeah. I um. So you so you lost a bunch of weight. I don't remember you fat. I know you said something. I know you mentioned it. Where you're like, I was like, yeah, it's really fat. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't, like, super fat, like, overweight. Like, I just... So, I used to work out a lot lifting. I had a lot of muscle. I mean, I was a little overweight, for sure. But I didn't feel, like, that bad. But then now, when I compare, I'm like, okay, I was, I was fat compared to now. Fuck you, because that's what I want to get down to is 207. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't... Like, I, like I don't remember. Did you... When you lost the weight, did you feel better, obviously, for jujitsu when you lost it? 
Yeah, well, once it started coming down, then I'm like, all right, well, I got to... I mean, of course, like, I started watching what I was eating. Started eating a little less fast food and just not being, like, super picky with my diet. But enough where it was making a difference. Right. Yeah. Yeah, certain people, they forget. Like I said, they forget. I mean, I forget, too, obviously. I mean, I'll still go to Wendy's and get a cheeseburger (laughs) and fries, you know. I can't help it. There you go. But I just won't do it every day. Fucking Lewis loves that shit. He loves that shit. Um, he left the other day. He goes, well, I better leave before Wendy's goes out of business. And he, like, left. So. Go get his Baconator eat on the way home. Oh, so good, though. I was, yeah. It's like it Jason good. and Lewis. They have that Wendy's, like, right next to them at uh, B-Well. According to Lewis, Jason's there all the time. At Wendy's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably, they probably know him by his full name. Jason <laughs> Reno. Jason Reno? Yeah. He walks in, hey, Jason Reno, how are you? <laughs> Jason Reno, you're... Five double stacks is up, is ready. And the Baconator. And the Baconator. With your salad. With your side salad. You know how you don't like French fries. Um, was he eating today when you guys walked in? Yeah, but he was actually not eating bad. He had one of those steak kebab things. Bullshit. With potatoes probably, and rice. He probably had the hot dog at the fucking He stuffed counter. that one first before we he, got there? He put it at the counter. He's like, just give me the hot dog. I'll eat it up here while I'm standing. Uh, <laughs> what, uh... Okay, so you... Fitness. You're competing soon. Did you? Yeah. So when did you know there were competitions? Maybe you did because you had. You said you had friends. Yeah. So I did know there were competitions, but I didn't have it in my mind that I would compete. Right. Not right away. Right. So I think when I was a couple months in, I'm like, okay. I don't know why I thought this. But I, I can't remember. I think I was like four months in mm-hmm. or five months in. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna do a competition. Right. Which now when I think back about it. I'm Man, that was crazy. I'm like, what was I thinking? Right. But it was cool because it kind of lit a fire under my butt to train a little bit harder. And um, I don't know. Like, made me realize, like, I need to work on a lot of things. I mean, you always need to work on everything, right? But, yeah. The competition always focuses you, though. I always say that to people. Even if you don't compete, compete or at least train with a purpose, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you try to get through people's heads, man, but the fucking people don't listen sometimes. It's like, man, you got to... And that's why people train. And that's why people compete, either to a lose weight, you know, to keep their weight off, or keep themselves focused or something. Um, yeah, and that's like so. Like Rosemary now, Rosemary started competing. Yeah, your lady friend competes, yeah. or your lady friend's training. Yeah, so so she started training, and then special lady friend. Yeah, special lady friend. So then uh, I would tell her, oh, you should compete. Well, first it was always like you should train, and then she's like, no, no, I don't want to train. And then she started training and said, like, you should compete. And she's like, no, no, I don't want to compete. So now that she's done it, she realizes that that you're training with a purpose now. Yeah. So she's into that. It's really That's weird. Cool. Yeah, I. <clears throat> there's people. There's there's always gonna be people that don't compete in jujitsu. Like there's always gonna be people that like, and that's always cool. I find it very weird. I don't know. When they don't compete. Yeah. Or they're not focused on doing something. Maybe because I played sports all my life, you know? And, like, so when you train, it's like you train, you have to train with a purpose. You have to, like, okay, either A, get better, right? Get better. And what better way to to, to, to find out if you're good or not is to go compete. Mm-hmm. I think, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. then if you're not going to compete, because, you know, I go through my ups and downs with competing. Sometimes I compete a lot. Sometimes I won't. But I'm always trying to train with a purpose. But I do feel like when I don't compete, 
my I start to drift a little bit with the with the focus and I can't imagine but I always try to bring myself back and go okay I gotta fucking compete like I gotta we, we gotta do something here but I don't know how like we're so we do our the school competes so much or does a lot a lot of guys compete um for somebody who trains with us like a new belt like a white belt for them not to pick that up it's kind of weird you know i mean it's me maybe i'm not doing a, that good of a job to well but i also don't want to push people to like them to like oh they're pushing us to compete i'm like no i just train with a purpose like you know train like you compete i think i did a podcast a little while ago where you have to have like a focus um where you um I fucking lost my train of thought because fucking Lou messaged, text messaged us. I read a stupid message. Uh, yeah, well, so, so like, some of, like, the Because I've never pushed you to compete, right? No, I was never I, like, I, oh, I want you to fucking compete. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you push anybody to compete. You always put it out there, like, hey, if you want to do it, do it. If you don't, then that's fine. Just come in and train. You know, help everybody else out and train. But, like, when I ask people, like, hey, uh, you, should com- you should compete or sign up for something, right. everybody's scared. Yeah, everybody's course. like really nervous or has anxiety about it, and and I, I mean I still do a little bit too, but um, that kind of goes away. But I think you kind of need to face that fear, and then just go out and compete. And then once that goes away, then you can focus on, like you said, training harder and figuring out what's what you're really weak at and fix it. Right. You know, fix no. those things. So, how'd you feel before your first competition? I don't know. I don't remember. I I mean. I don't really remember being nervous on my first one. I think I started feeling nervous like the second or third time I started competing. Mm-hmm. Why? How? Uh, I think I, because I think I wanted to do better. I think I was just putting a lot of pressure on myself. So, so it's yeah. You, you, yeah. That's the thing. It's That's the biggest thing. It's like when you do like comp, the pressure comes from you. It's not come, it doesn't come from me. I always try to tell people, I'm like, hey, it doesn't come from me or it doesn't come from Patty. Right. Um, that's the pressure you guys put on yourself. I mean, we don't, again, we don't, we don't do that. Um, we want you to do well, but shit happens. It's not like I haven't lost before. Fuck, I just got my ass kicked by fucking Gabriel Gonzaga. I mean, we've all fucking lost. I mean, yeah. I get it. Like, I don't want, you know, we don't walk around, I don't walk around going, I've never fucking lost in fucking, you know, 400 fights. Um, <laughs> but like, or, you know, it's like, fuck, everybody loses and people have a shitty day and, fucking move on you just can't can't let that fucking bother you um how long have you been training hard for a competition like you said you did you do one four months in yeah it was like did you yeah i think it was like four months it was either like four months or it was wasn't it It was like grappling industries yeah it it was grappling industries i want to say it was like you had like a bunch of matches because the way it works right the round round. so i did so that was funny because it was my first competition, and I signed up for gi and no gi. Oof. So I think I had three or four matches in gi, and I had three matches in no gi. So it was like four matches from like 11 in the morning to like 1 in the afternoon or something like that, or mm-hmm. like 12 to 1 or 12, whatever that was. And then no gi started like at 4, so it was like waiting around for like two, three hours for right. that start. But yeah, I remember that. That was... Yeah, I don't know why I signed up for both of them. I won't ever do that again. <laughs> Not that somebody else wants to do that they can do it but that's just a long day of waiting around and uh well human signed up for the absolute 
for the white belt. Absolutely. Oh, did he? Oh. So you had to wait for him? No, we had, it hasn't happened yet. Like, oh, for the next grappling game that's okay. coming up. We, so I have to. I told him I'm like he's like, uh, coach. He's like I signed up for the white belt the absolute, and I was like, okay. First of all, I didn't even know there was a white belt. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I was like, listen, fucker. <clears throat> if this takes place at like five in the afternoon, <clears throat> you're on your own. But I don't know. I don't know when they. I didn't even know they had a white belt absolute, so I have no idea when it does. When it does like happen, I have no fucking clue. So I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure I'll probably be there. It's good for him. But um. So, oh man, what are they asking? So you been training for three years, competing, doing it for fitness. That's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. That's all the questions that we have. No, I'm just joking. Uh, what do you do for a living? Make tacos. You make tacos. Make You're the taco man. Very delicious tacos. Yeah. The fucking real good fucking tacos. So if you guys are in the area, man, go check them out. It's in Waukegan of a 10th Street next to the hooker. Possibly the dead hooker. Hookers and crack crack dealers. How long have you had the restaurant? Uh, so 2000, January 2011. So it's been, what, eight years? Going Did you on buy nine? that off somebody? So it's like a it's like a long story. Like my parents started the restaurant like in the nineties, mm-hmm. and then they at some point or another they rent they leased it out, and then uh, the guy that was renting it opened up a couple locations. And when the economy went down in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, somewhere around there, um, he started going bankrupt at different spots, and then that one in two thousand eleven, two thousand ten, he was already behind rent, and you know he was doing really bad. So. I had um, I had the bar at the time, and I wanted to get out of the bar business. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, that was my my transition out. So I leased out the bar, and then I took over the restaurant and started doing that. You just went back into the bar business, though, right? So now I'm going back. <laughs> now I'm going back into the bar business since he conquered the taco yeah. game. Um, you can switch seats with that one. No, it's fine. That one, Are you sure? Yeah. Because you look real fucking small. I know. I feel kind of short. I might you switch. Can, just switch yeah. it. Who cares? I um oh you're gonna ask because I forgot I don't think you even really told me like when when you uh how long you how long you've had it so yeah so it's been like eight years now damn it's been a while so it doesn't feel like eight years though like I like I I say eight years and it's like oh that's a long time but it's kind of flown by it's like five years for us we've been well we've been over for five. Going on, going on six. It hasn't felt like it. it. Felt like we just. It felt like I just opened like, you know, two years ago. Yeah. You know, a year ago, two years ago, around because you're always learning something, new, when it comes to business. Right. Well, that's right. You're always busy with the day to day stuff, keeping it running, and then trying to get more business. And I don't know. Yeah, you're just always busy. How do you balance your schedule? So, how's your schedule? How do you what? How do you balance your schedule with your work? Because you, you own your own business, so you're kind of an advantage, I guess, technically, where you can make your own schedule and coming in and out. Yeah, so as far as balancing my schedule, that's weird. Because um, you, because I know you come in like morning, you come in at night, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's, so that's kind of my thing, right? Like, um, I work seven days a week. Like, the restaurant's open every day. And mm-hmm. then it really depends. If I know I'm going to have a busy day, I'll come in at night if I know I have a kind of a shorter day or not a lot going on. I'll come in the morning to train. So I'm like all over the place. Sometimes I'm night, sometimes mornings. Right. But that that helps sometimes out. Sometimes you don't show up at all. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I don't come in. 
Yeah, like Monday I wanted to train and then I got stuck working. It's like all right, I didn't show up. But you have a lot of classes going on where I can I can pop in different right. days and like I always try to get in three or four days a week. Usually four days a week is optimal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of depending on what I have going on, I figure it out, get in. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's always the biggest thing. It's like people don't know how to balance their schedule when it comes down to it. I know it's. Um, um, Lou wants me to ask you how buying um, will buying an expensive gi help your jujitsu. Oh, he said he, it won't really help my jujitsu. Oh well, <clears throat> dude, he has a bunch of show your old gis now, so I don't know what he's talking about. That he bought off of Ripic because Ripic doesn't his A threes correcting itself. A threes and he can't fit in it anymore. Um, Scott's gonna cry when he hears that. That's right now. Um, so what's what's a big lesson you learned from jiu-jitsu like these past couple of years? Like what's so that's a good question. So how did you guys? So let me ask you this: because you're a blue belt, mm-hmm. you've competed, so you got some experience under you. You got three years. You got your three years of experience, three years of training. How do you approach your training now as opposed to when you were like starting off? I know starting off you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just going to be a sponge. But, like, there's a point when you're a white belt where you're, like, not really a white belt. You kind of know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How does it change? So, I think at first I was just trying to get in as much as I could. I know sometimes I was doing, like, two days. Like, I'd come in the morning and then I'd come back at night. You were? Yeah. There's, I think you're lying. There was like, a few ahead. times. Yeah. <laughs> twice. I was, yeah. No, I would. Twice. No, I, I remember doing that a few times. Um, no, I would try to get in as much as I can. And then, yeah, like you said, just trying to learn everything. And then now, I usually come in with a purpose, like working on something specific. Like if it's either half guard or if I'm trying to work on some kind of open guard spin-a-rooney. or something. Yeah, the spinner Rooney. Um, yeah, trying to perfect the spinner Rooney. No, so I just I I have something on my mind and I come in try to do that. Um, sometimes it doesn't happen, but usually I have something I'm focusing on, mm-hmm. and that kind of helps. That that really helps actually having something to focus on because otherwise I feel like I'm just wasting my time do you do do you do stuff outside I know I mean I know the answer is because we talk but do you do stuff outside of class like meaning like videos and stuff like that oh yeah yeah so I watch I watch a lot of YouTube videos um I watch a lot of videos but I don't watch stuff like trying to learn any move mm-hmm. like I'll if I'm working on like half guard, I'm watching competition videos where people play half guard. Oh, really? Yeah. Or I'm watching competition matches sometimes, especially like stuff with breakdowns. They don't, like, put, the, uh, they don't put you to sleep? The competition videos? Yeah. It depends, man. Because sometimes that shit puts me to sleep. Yes and no. So sometimes I can sit there and watch them. I can sit there and watch them and I'm okay. And other times I'll put them on and fall asleep while I'm yeah. watching it. Yeah. But it, it depends what it is that I'm watching. I don't know, man. I, sometimes I fucking, um, I don't know, man. Like that shit puts me to sleep. I don't know why it just does. Yeah, no, it it, it really depends, man. It depends what kind of match I'm watching. Like if I want to, like if you're watching something like let's say Buchecha and Leandro Lowe, like you know it's a lot of action and they're yeah. going at it. Like I mean, you're you're watching it, you know. But if it's an instructional, sometimes some of those instructionals will put me to sleep. Oh yeah. 
Like you, if you start watching like John Donaher, yeah, and his half guard or open guard or retaining the guard, dude, he video. fucking talks a lot. Like half the volumes are just him talking about theories. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, God. But anyway, I think he does it with a purpose. Obviously, he can't can't really deny his fucking with Gordon Ryan and <clears throat> all those other guys. You can't really deny like his his success. I guess right. As a coach. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck, man, that's a lot of talking. Yeah, so I'll, so I'll watch videos. Um, I don't know. Lately, I haven't been doing that as much. I'll still do it sometimes, but... Or if someone catches my eye, I'll, I'll watch it. Um, and then other than that, a little bit of weightlifting yeah. sometimes, and that's it. Bears fit. Yeah. Come on, bench, bench with me, you get hurt. Yeah, I hurt my shoulder for two weeks. Yeah, fucking... Can't move the big weight. Um, have you? That's a Lou actually has a pretty good thing. Um, just to let you guys know, Lou's not here because we banned him. Um, when I'm not around, meaning me, how do you fix your mistakes? If I taught you enough, so you know how to fix your mistakes, basically. Um, well, I guess that <clears throat> depends on what you're referring to. Like, if is it. When you're rolling and not you're life getting... mistakes. No, 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 no. Yeah, when you guys are rolling, you're rolling and you're getting caught in something over and yeah. over. Yeah, I'll ask. Right. Like okay. depends who I'm rolling with, but I'll ask like, how am I getting caught, or am I leaving my arms out, and my, you know, whatever, whatever it is that I'm doing wrong, I'll yeah. ask, and then I'll try to remember to keep that in mind in my next roll. So, I mean, that's the only thing that sticks out as just far as trying to fix my mistakes. Just ask. Do you, yeah. do you sit down? Like to the, like this so during the morning class they were doing open guard drill, right? And I, I, I jumped I jumped in. I wasn't teaching a class. It was during Jason's class, mm-hmm. the t- um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I was watching them do this open guard drill, and I jumped in. I'm like, listen, take the positional as like a learning experience because. Like a learning experience because people were making a lot of mistakes and people mm-hmm. were like getting frustrated and I was just like, you can't be frustrated. Some of you guys just learned this or some of you are learning it for the first time or, you know, haven't learned it in a while. Like you guys need to like, under like every round they, they do like, if you're in there for like one time, like it's so easy. Every time you get, so every time you do positional sparring and it doesn't go your way, meaning you, um... Your guard gets passed. You're you, you fucked up somewhere, right? Yeah. Like you messed up somewhere. It's not he's just quicker than me. It's like no, you. What allowed him to be quicker? And like, made the example of like, if he pushes my legs down, where was the mistake? You know, like, and I got a bunch of answers. You know, I was like, no, it's, I just didn't control something. Mm-hmm. So I think when you do positional stuff. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, you okay, I go and you pass me in like five seconds. It's like, okay, how did you pass me? Why'd you pass me? It's like, I ask, I always ask myself those questions. And I'm trying to relay that to people. Like, you should ask yourself, when, after positional, how the fuck are you still getting passed? Or why are you getting submitted? I think, basically, I think people need to analyze everything after. And I think that brings down the learning curve for people. I think, after positional, you know? Yeah. 
So, I don't know. I think that's some advice. <laughs> well, I yeah. guess. Like, today was good. Today was good because we were doing that positional with the spider guard stuff. And, uh, well, starting from spider guard. And, uh, like, for me, spider guard, I don't play spider guard. Right. And so I'm trying to because I know that I don't play that and I have to learn it. Yeah. Uh, so, like, today we were doing loser stays. And I was in, I think, the whole time. Yeah. And it's, but it's fine because... Yeah, I mean, I was doing something wrong, and I kept getting passed by everybody. But if I don't try it, I'm never going to learn it. And right. when I go up against somebody in competition, and they, I get into that, because you get into position sometimes even if you don't want to. Yeah. And you, ha- you have to know what to do and how to react, or at least get yourself into a better spot. Um, so, yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I think you have to try everything and not get frustrated. If you let it get to you, it's jiu-jitsu is not for you. You slap the mat. Yeah. Stomp off. So I think that was a message to Rosemary. Um, because this is just enough for you. <laughs> Vic wants me to tell you. She doesn't even listen to oh, this. No. Does, she know how to, does, she know how to, does she know how to download podcasts? I'm sure I'm sure she listens to this one. No, I don't think she does. I think so. I, have, I haven't asked her. I don't remember. But I think she does. Really? Yeah. Oh. Hey, you can come in here if you want. Where are you? You fucking creepo. Whoa! What's that mean? Oh. Just oh hiding in the corner. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk, go ahead. I mean, you're here. I just do these at the gym, so that's why. I'm usually by myself when I do these and the other person. Like one time, the one time I was doing it with Fabi, she like f- apparently freaked out. Because she little by little kept moving away from the mic. And, I'm, and I stopped. I'm like, can you move closer? Please, because nobody can fucking hear you, I'm assuming. So... Um, yeah, but it's so like going back to that about getting frustrated with stuff and accepting or fixing your mistakes. I mean, it's man, it's weird, man. People, how do you do it? So what do you what do you so how do you do it? I can tell you how I do it, but everybody's just gonna be like, well, you're the, you're the black belt and you do it this way. I think I have a very easy way of learning, but how do you how would you do it? So if you're constantly, what's your thought process when you're trying to fix things? Mm. your blue belt head your blue belt mind well so like that example with spider guard I mean I I'll try to play that as much as I can mm-hmm. and then even if I'm getting past or beat up doing it like I'll still try it and eventually something will click or I'll ask you a question or I'll grab one of the higher belts or you know if I'm um, if I get into spider guard and then I'm getting past like a certain way like a Toriyama pass like what am I doing wrong I'm not breaking grips and then, okay, I remember that, and I'll break grips. Then I get past a different way, and it's like, okay, so now what am I doing wrong? You know, and I try to do that. So it's like a step-by-step, yeah. always building up on it, like every time I roll, like mm. trying to build up on that defense or whatever it is that I'm working on. That's what makes jiu-jitsu so hard because you think you figure out one way, and you're like, all right, cool, I'm, I can I can defend the fucking Toriando. Now they're like, now they're coming in on you, and you're like, oh, shit, now I got to take another weeks of trying to defend somebody when they come in with a knee slide. And then, <clears throat> then you're like, oh, well, how do I defend when they go side to side? And then how do they do when they do it this variation and then that variation and then this variation? It's like, fuck. That's why you're never... That's why people are like, oh, you never stop learning. It's because there's so many diff- different variations of things that you're always going to be like, okay, I can stop here. I can stop the base, the basic. Uh, now he hit me with the one-handed throw by into a leg drag but you know what I mean so you're like oh yeah you're like oh what the fuck but it's 
it's always interesting to see. And so when I have like, now I want to have like a white belt to come in and, and talk, see their point of view of things. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I think we get so far removed, we forget what it is to be a white belt sometimes. Um, I know I do. Try not to. Yeah. Well, I, so like I have, so now like Rosemary, right? So yeah, she's, yeah. So she's yeah, a beginner. Yeah. So she'll come home after class and she's like, you know what? I was rolling with so-and-so and she kept doing this to me and I, I didn't know what to do. So, you know, I'll sit there and like, hey, well, this is what I would do or this is what I think you're forgetting. And, you know, she'll try to take that to training or sometimes she won't listen. Like she forgets. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. listen. Yeah. But um, women don't listen. But at least she comes home and <laughs> but at least she comes home and she knows like where she was messing up and she's asking questions and trying to figure out how to close those little gaps that she had. Well, big gaps, right? How's she's, that? Does that help you then? It, it actually helps me think about stuff too when I'm explaining something to her. Well, one, not to forget all those little details because right. there's always a lot of details. Uh-huh. And I'm sure I still forget stuff when I'm explaining things to her. But uh-huh. um, yeah, it helps me. It helps me try to teach her. But yeah, so I, so I so I see that white belt um, frustration. I guess yeah, the frustration. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, she comes home and it's like today her thing was like I couldn't break out of close guard and I keep getting stuck in close guard. Uh, Join the club. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna say I, I remember like sitting there like telling you like oh I can't get out of close guard I can't get out of close guard but it's you know don't get into it that should be your answer yeah. like, don't fucking get into it yeah and then walk away. The curve that we'll see in there, like, you but fucked up a long time ago. It also depends on who you're going with. Yeah. Oh, Patty's here, guys. Go ahead. But, I mean, for... If I don't do that, about... people like Lewis will be like, wait, who is that? I'm going to freak out. But what? you mentioned me earlier. Why did Vic's voice change? <laughs> yeah. But... Did you guys pause it? Did you guys edit it? But for white belts, they tend to forget that they're still learning, so... Getting out of close guard might be very difficult because you're going with somebody who's a little bit higher up. Mm-hmm. So, you have to take that part. That's your student, Rosemary. She is actually number Rosemary. one student. Rosemary. Better than Oh, they. number one. Number wow. one student, the flower assassin. Now I'm going to have to sabotage your training. <laughs> 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 it's okay. We're, we can be late. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't what? have to train today. But you have to admit that. Where are you Rosemary, going? Uh, somewhere. Rosemary's picked up a lot quicker. Yeah. And faster. Cause she. This is something I should probably. Add. I wish. She, I wish she was here. Uh, does she watch stuff at all? Yeah. So she's starting. I mean, I'll, I'll talk to her soon. But like, because yeah. it's just interesting. Because I don't know. Yeah. Where does she start? Does she ask you to what to watch, or is she like, I'm gonna uh, put jujitsu in in the YouTube. No, so she'll tell me stuff that she's watching or channels that she's watching. Like, she just told me recently that she was into uh, Mike Bidwell, that uh, BJJ after 40. Mm-hmm. Like, that stuff. And I'm like, eh. She's not 40, though. No, but, you know, he does all that cool spinning stuff. Oh, that, yeah, Like, yeah, you know, yeah. inverting and all that kind of junk. No 40-year-old way ever yeah. do. Nope. But uh, I'll recommend stuff for her to watch, like channels. Like, um, I recommend that she start watching uh, BJJ curriculum because it's, like, a lot of... It's kind of set up more for beginners. Is it? Like step by step. Yeah. It's, it's And it's... Eh, whatever. Like if you check out the channel, it's got like... Some really? basic stuff. Yeah. I don't know anything on, on the YouTubes. Yeah. 
so that or like BJJ Scout or anything that has like breakdowns. Yeah. But the, the breakdowns, she's told me she'll try watching them and she has a hard time following because she's still learning. So, but it goes by fast, yeah. BJJ Scout, so it's not really. I mean, I pause it when he fucking talks. Yeah, but I mean, if when you he's just like, watch put it, it up there. Yeah. I do like it. There's other stuff on breakdowns, too. There's other breakdowns, too. I think breakdowns are very good because they did all the work for you. And you just kind of have to, like, do it. Because you can break things down. I like, I don't mind breaking things down. I, I think I can. But I also don't have a lot of patience for it because I'll start falling asleep. Um, I know me and Cisco t- tried to do a podcast a while ago. We broke down the match. I thought that was really fun. But it, I thought that was really fun, but we weren't able to do it because... Um, YouTube flagged us. Hmm. YouTube flagged us, even though we used an IBJJF like fucking match. So I don't know. It was it weird. Still took but, it down. Yeah. So we never. So that never got published. But um, I enjoy doing that. I'm sure I miss things. But there's guys that just watch like those matches over and over and over and over and over. Oh, and, yeah. just, like, and they still suck. Yeah, they still suck. But then, but they like, they're just, I'm just like, fuck. I can see how BGG Scott can be kind of. Like too much. Too much. Because sometimes I'm like, I remember the Rodolfo breakdown of his takedowns. Like I don't, I probably watched that like four times until like, I was like, okay. I was like, all right, I get it. There's other things I don't do. There's a lot of breakdown stuff. You can look at breakdown, DPS breakdown, I think. Mm-hmm. DPS. But I think they do wrestling. Which yeah. I watch to translate to try to translate to jujitsu. Mm. Like they do like a lot of simple things like how this guy's how this there's one I think the guy did, I think that's a DPS. He did how he how he's beating people's hands, like a wrestler mm. from Japan, how he's beating other wrestlers' hands to stop him from getting, you know to set up a sprawler or whatever. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. When they take something that small, and that's like a niche right there in jujitsu, you could probably do too. It's like how they're neutralizing the grips on the bottom, you mm-hmm. know, or how's this guy? <clears throat> I think people folk, you know, they focus a lot on the movement, the total movement of jujitsu, mm-hmm. but I don't think they like concentrate on those little things like that, you know, like the grips. Like you got to have proper grips in order to stop. To start the retention, because if you don't, or or negating, I should say, the the guard pass or negating the passer, does that make sense? Yeah. Well, it it seems like the the more right. you train, the more advanced you get, the more those little details become really important. Mm-hmm. Like the grip breaking, like you know, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Like when you first start learning, not that you get away with it, but I don't know. Like if you want to keep improving. Yeah. You have to focus on all those little details like grip breaking and controlling grips and Yeah, DPS little... breakdown. <clears throat> DPS, it's all wrestling. There's a little bit of jujitsu in there, but it's mainly wrestling. And this guy, yeah, here it is. The Takuro Otoguro takedown study, beating the hands. <coughs> he needed like eleven minutes on it. And I think I know I watched the slide by is it Dan Swinney that does it? I've heard of him. He's from Cal- He's from Cleveland. I think he's from Cleveland. I'm not sure. But those are things too. Um, 
what are the other things that are, what, what things do you think have, what things do you think have helped you improved, improve? Um, what little, what things that you do, you think you do now that are helping you improve? Now, right now, right now, I think it's getting out of my comfort zone, which is kind of hard, right? Because I'm like, I have like my favorite guard that I like to play and my favorite things that I like to do. So yeah. trying to get out of that and not do the same thing is kind of what I'm trying to do to improve, um, which is, I guess that's like the main thing that I've been focusing on. So trying not to get into half guard, which is what I always play. Because, oh, avoiding. Yeah, okay. avoiding like half guard, and trying to play more open guard, and trying to go back and revisit other things that I've done that maybe I failed at before, or I thought maybe weren't comfortable, or, right. you know, whatever. So that's mainly what I've been working on. Get frustrated? Do I get frustrated? Yeah, I think I get, everybody gets a little bit frustrated, but I don't get frustrated where I get angry. Right. I mean, I get sometimes like I'll make stupid little mistakes, and I'm like, ah, oh, well, I know that's a stupid little mistake. Why am I still doing that? Right. You know, so it's like frustrated like that. But I don't, I don't, I don't never leave the gym mad. I never like get mad at anybody when I'm rolling. Like you know, like it's get mad at human. Well, he's different, but, um, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like it's not like if you're in the gym, like, and you're getting beat up, it's not like I'm gonna leave frustrated because I got right. beat up. Right. I'm going to try to figure out what I did wrong and try to fix it. When you leave yeah. frustrated, do you think... What's your opinion on that if you if you people leave frustrated? Mm, I don't know. I've never left completely defeated. I, I think I've left... Def- well, I should say, I think I've... I mean, I have left frustrated because I just wasn't... I just wasn't doing things. A lot of... I've had some really bad days where I was just fucking not doing things. Whether... I think... I think when I have days like that, which are few and far between, not because not because I've gotten so good or, or whatever. I think it's... I realize that I probably have done that because I don't... I probably shouldn't have trained that day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I probably shouldn't have trained that day, and I, probably should, and I was probably fucking too tired. Yeah, I've had those days where I've gone to train, and I didn't sleep all the night before, or I didn't eat right, or I ate really crappy, right. or Wendy's, yeah. maybe I'm hungover or something, and I shouldn't have gone Jesus to train. Christ. Um, no, but you know, like, you don't sleep right, you don't eat right, and then you go to train, you go to do a comp class, and you get smashed. You, mm. know, you can get a little frustrated. Not frustrated, but leave like, damn, I got... I got fucking sp- Yeah, right. <clears throat> Sit in the car um, and cry. Yeah. Like Lou. Um, you um, can't sit in the car and cry. Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Him. Charlotte picks him up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll have, I'll have days like that for sure. But. I, um, I don't know. Yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never left in a bad mood unless Patty or, Patty's pissed me off or Hoon's pissed me off or Reno's pissed me off. I've never left the gym in a bad mood. And I don't think I ever have and I don't, and I don't think I'll never. If I ever did, it was probably something that happened outside of the mat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like. It's like oh, I got tapped by you know fucking. Human ten different times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. It, I would be like, fuck! I got tapped by human ten different times. It's like, you know, what did I do? 
Oh, yeah. I don't think it ruins my day. You know, it makes me think. Then I get angry and be like, I'm so stupid. I kept leaving my arm out or so stupid. I kept trying to do this. I don't know why. Right. Like right now, like the funny one, the one that Lou and I crack up about all the time is the John Wayne sweep that you do on us all the time. Like we already know you're going to do it. And then we get like these stupid grips that we know we shouldn't do. And then next thing you know, we're like rolling over and we're like, oh man, what the fuck? But we don't get frustrated. You just laugh about it and you're like, all right, I got to remember to stop, you know, try to stop it somehow or make it harder, you know, but, uh. But no, man, I think getting frustrated, leaving the gym frustrated because you got your butt kicked is, I don't know, kind of weird. I'm going to slap the mat next time. I'm going to slap the mat next time and go, Ah, does anybody know when you did jiu-jitsu gym? Um, (laughs) Yeah, or run out and not say bye to everybody. Just leave mad. Rosemary does that. Leaving and not saying bye to anybody? Human. Rosemary, human. No, but I think those people left. Jason doesn't do it. Blue can't because he has to run out because Charlotte's yelling at him. Yeah. He gets beat up if he doesn't get out on time. <laughs> She's probably listening to this. No, she doesn't listen. Blue's probably going to listen to this. And you're going to be like, oh, fuckers. Why'd you tell everybody my business? Yeah. My overheard. Um. <laughs> what's uh? So you got, what do you got coming up? You got, a, you got grappling games coming up. You did Worlds. You lost yeah. to the Vagos. Um, the Vagos. The Vagos Motorcycle, Motorcycle Club. And then um, Grappling Games. Chicago Open. Next year? That's next year. Yeah. Is there a fall? No, right? No, no, no. no, no. Fall next year. But next year. Yeah, next year. Yeah, I'll do. Yeah. I haven't competed that much this year. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Rosemary and I were talking about maybe doing Minnesota. If there's anybody else going. Just I don't know. do it. I mean... Well, I'm already planning the day off. Yeah, I don't. Day. Did she talk to you about it? So there's like nobody in her division. It's okay. Here's the thing, guys. If there's nobody in your division and you're still on the fence and waiting for yeah. somebody, just sign up. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. You sign up, and then if something happens, just say, "Oh, I broke my my heart or whatever." I don't know. <laughs> Lie about it. Vic broke her heart. Yeah. She can't compete. Vic broke my heart. No, um, if there's nobody in your division, they actually give you the choice of a refund or something. Yeah, yeah. The Abbey GGF does. Yeah, for sure. They've done that. Yeah, so I think, so I'm going to... Did that with Ian, right? Yeah. We yeah. No, we actually, I'm proactive, so we bumped him. All right, whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's that might be the next one after grappling games. Yeah. Well, today's the last day to sign up. For the cheaper pricing. Yeah, and it was like a $40 difference. So yeah. we'll go sign up for it. I'll sign up for it today. Like, otherwise, I'll sign you guys up, and then you give me that difference. Didn't she need the card? Rosemary oh. competed at World... At, at, uh, oh. Yeah, Vegas, mine remember? just came in, too. Oh, the my card. bad. My bad. Remember these things. Nice job, coach. She doesn't need it at White Bell anyway, does she? Yeah. Oh. Now she does, right? Everybody needs a card a registration. Oh. Okay. It's fucking bullshit. Fucking IBGF just taking people's fucking money. You know? Says guys that wear shoya roll geese and shoya roll. Fucking Brazilians fucking take people's fucking money. Why can't I just face a guy at Naga? And what? And then post it on social media 800 times. Um, That I won. But those tournaments are the good ones. I think those are. Naga? No, the (laughs) IBGF. I'm sorry. I've never done a Naga, but. 
IBJJF, like I think the other ones are starting to too, but they're well organized. Yeah. You know, when they tell you you're going on, you're going on, and your times are updated all the time. Um, grappling yeah. games is pretty decent too, though. Yeah. It is. Chicago's a weird market when it comes to competitions because it takes a competition a while to build up because people don't trust. I don't know if that's that's how it is. It is. Everywhere? Like, I feel like other places are like, oh, new competition's coming out. Let's go fucking, let's go sign up and fucking do it. Where, like, here in Illinois, you're just kind of like, people are like, nah. No, they complain. Like, a lot of people complain. Yeah, a lot of complainers, and then they don't fucking sign up, and then they're like, there's no competitions here. Well, I was I was looking at I, I don't remember when this was but Grappling Industries was trying to do a tournament in Atlanta, and I guess they had never been there before. They set one up and then they didn't get enough people registering, so they had to cancel it. They've done that. They've done so, that. They canceled another one. So too, I've seen like that. Nobody, yeah. nobody showed up. Um. Indiana. Hmm. In Indiana. Uh, Indianapolis. They wanted to. They wanted to do one, but they canceled. And nobody signed up. And I was like, what the fuck. Have they canceled one here in Chicago? I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, it's... I just... I find that really weird, the competition scene. is just kind of like... Or... They're always complaining. It's complaining... Complaining that there's not enough. And there's complaining that... It's too expensive. It's too expensive, which is fucking hilarious to me. Which is the worst thing you can complain about because... You can get a fucking job. But some people don't want to get a job. Or some people don't want to save. They, you know, do some fucking privates if you're that good, but they don't. I don't know. It's fucking, man, I'm getting old. Maybe because I'm turning 40 soon, it's getting more bitter. It happens. I'm getting more and more bitter about everything. I'm just going to start telling people, shut the fuck up. And unfriend them on Facebook. Shit. <laughs> and just like, eh, unfriend. Um, so I got to have, I got to have Rosemary on this too. You should. I was actually hoping that you'd bring her today, but I know you left her, you said you got mad at her and left her at Baskin Rabbit or something. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. Um, yeah, I want to bring her because I kind of want to have her take on, like, things. And, like, how it is to be, like, a new, brand new white belt female coming in training. But not complaining. Yeah, not complaining. And then, but, you know, just see her perspective and see what she does and see how, you know, I don't know. I've never really coached her. I mean, I have, but I've never, like, she's never asked me a question about something. Yeah, she's, um, that's interesting, because, like, for the longest time, I was like, you should do it, you know, and what then major, her, what her friends. Well, finally, I don't know. You know what? She's never really told me what, why. Yeah, was so it? you should ask her. My classes? I think that was the big thing. You did the women's class, and then she's like, I'm going to try that. And so she was coming once a week for that. She didn't want to do the regular classes. and then At first. But then, yeah. but then she transitioned so fast, so easily with yeah. the other classes. There's no difference. No difference. No, yeah, so now she realizes it. But at first she was like, no, I'm going to roll with sweaty guys and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's not a big deal. I mean, I don't know. I, I, when I started, I never had that. Never Her best training partner's human. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no kidding. But yeah. Yeah, so that was always her big thing. Like rolling with dudes. Sweaty dudes. She thought she was going to get hurt. That was her thing. She's like, I'm going to roll with a guy. I'm going to get hurt. 
And which, then she hurt her thumb in women's class or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. How, yeah, you're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but um, so yeah, that's she. She would be. Hmm. I think she'll be good on the podcast. See why she started and and then why she didn't want to compete and now why she's competing. And why she didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah, why she didn't want to talk talk to anybody about competing. Did she? Oh, yeah, she should. I could. Yeah, I would have brought her. Understand. It would have been good. If you would have brought her back, if you didn't just fucking abandon her. Um, yeah. I think it would have been good. Vic's drinking bang. Peach, mango, He's bang. He's going to be up all fucking night. What do you think? I know. It actually yeah. tastes pretty good. I hadn't tasted it before. I hadn't tasted it before. Um, yeah. Okay. I wonder how much caffeine this thing has. Does it have any? It's a lot. Oh, all right. <laughs> good one. You know, because now, now I'm like an old man and I have caffeine after like 4 o'clock. I can't sleep. I'm like starting to turn into my dad. I was watching uh, I was watching a comedian, the Jerry Seinfeld thing on Netflix called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. And they were talking to uh, Steve Harvey. He was in uh, Seinfeld was in Chicago and he was with Harvey. And Steve Harvey, I think, I think it was Steve Harvey. I'm almost certain it was Steve Harvey. He goes, shit, he goes... Shit, I'll have a cup of coffee at fucking 10 o'clock at night, so I'll go to bed hmm. early. I wish. Yeah, I, my parents used to do that. My Drink coffee just, at night and then still sleep? Oh, yeah. shit. So I think it's fucking like, I don't know, it's programmed into me. Because I could probably have one. I mean, I should have one and then fucking watch me not go to sleep. You complained about Benadryl. Kept me up. Benadryl, Benadryl kept you up? Mm-hmm. I thought that was supposed to put you to sleep. No, um, no, I think that's it. No, it, I was talking to Jose, I was talking to Big Jose, and Big Jose was like, it's like, nah, sometimes it, it happens, depends on the person, sometimes it's awake, sometimes it's not. Um, what, uh, so did you ever, how do you, do you, okay, so here's the thing is, you go into slumps, right? Yeah. How do you deal with it? Learning slumps, jujitsu slumps, uh, is what we're talking about. He doesn't, he cries. Wait, what? You cry. <laughs> I cry? Yeah. You cry in your... In my car? Your car. On the way home? Mm-hmm. Put on sad music and you cry? <laughs> uh, no, I think I, that's part of it. Um, Crying? No. <laughs> oh. No, like, the slums. The, the slums. Oh. Because uh, before I did jiu-jitsu, I was working out. And, um, and I mean, whatever. I've been working out for a long time. And you have those slumps working out, too. Like if you're if you get into like lifting heavy like let's I mean, say bench sorry, pressing or something. So I don't know. Well, yeah, but you want to raise your max bench press. Like always goes up big. It's always like four hundred pounds. Oh, oh, your deadlift. I don't know. I mean, that's just part of it, right? The slumps. Like you just get past them, and then how do you then how do you deal with it? I don't know. I just tell myself that I'll get past it, mm-hmm. and then I just keep going. I mean, because you do get past it. I mean, you're you just you're not eventually. Busy. No, yeah, I mean, you can't... But what if you're... Okay, what if you're Junie, who's been in the slump since fucking 2012? <laughs> I'm joking. Um, he doesn't that's, listen to that's, that's the difference. It's like mentally strong and mentally like trying to figure things out, you know? Just, yeah, life's not going to be perfect. You just go through it. Yeah, some things suck. And you just move on and continue. If you can't continue, then you're... Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, you just know you just know you'll get through it. I mean, I have that. I have like sometimes where it's like two, three weeks, 
two three months i mean it could be a long time and you feel like you're not getting any better and then all of a sudden admitted human yeah and then you're doing something that you didn't think you could do like i don't know like uh i don't know what i can use that as an example but like your open guard sweep no my spinner rooney (laughs) my spinner rooney all of a sudden i started hitting the spinner rooney Um, the john wayne sweep yeah um yeah no you just get through it just know that you'll get through it and just keep showing up and keep training and you'll get through it. Kuman swept me the other day with a John Wayne sweep. Did he really? No. He, uh... You're going to give him this credit. So, yeah, he passed my... Dude, so here's the thing. That's funny, Kayla, you brought that up. Because we... I was training with him. Was it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Thursday, he passed my guard. Thursday, he passed my guard like he jumped into it. And I was like, well, fuck it, go. And then I started to fucking... Of course, I started coaching him because, you know, I didn't want to fucking look like an idiot. So <laughs> You know, because you meant for him to pass your guard. No, I, uh, no, he, he did it. He passed. Did him with the John Wayne sweep. And then I was like, all right, cool. Whatever. Then you reversed him and then you smashed him. Uh, Lou said to talk about how you were nar- narrating um, your role the other day while you beat me up. Is was, Lou listening? No, no I, was I listening to him. I was listening to... So, I was rolling with Vic and I was narrating, giving commentary, rolling commentary while I was rolling with him. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <clears throat> it's like I don't even do that to Junie, which I probably will tomorrow during open mat. Um... No, that's another. Thing. That's another thing I don't like. So, who's your one? Who was your favorite jujitsu guys then? So you've been doing it for three years. Do you get? Do you uh, have one? Who do you like watching? I should say. Who do I like watching? I don't know. I like watching like old old uh, Chrome Gracie matches. I'll watch like some Marcelo stuff, like when he was competing. Yes. Um, yes. I like watching Saldo, Hibero, and Sanji. Yeah, of course. Um. Who else? Uh, and then, like, whenever, like, new matches get posted up, like, if, um, like, Keenan and, uh, Marigali. Yeah, Keenis. Keenis and Marigali. So did I'll watch stuff like that. Did he do the breakdown? He did. Because I right. listened to it. I listened to it. I didn't feel like it was a good breakdown. No. I feel like he could have gone in more depth in it. <coughs> in depth with it. But I feel like it wasn't that good of a breakdown. No. I felt like it was, I felt like it was going to be... More, but he was just basically like, I did this, he was tired, so I kept doing it, or something. I don't know. That's just me, though. I also expected more from fucking Keenus to do it. Um, yeah, Lou said geez. to talk about how Lou. to be... A- Is Lou running this podcast? Where am I? No, he's got, he's got good ideas, man. I know. He's probably Charlotte knocked some sense into him. Uh, Charlotte's feeding him the ideas. Charlotte's, Charlotte's the mastermind behind it. But that's a good one. So, all right, me and you, and the thing is, me and you talk a lot anyway outside of this podcast. So, why do you, so that's a question. So, we always have that after Matt. Yeah. Like, after the, after the class, right? We always talk after class. Do you think, now, that's, I mean, it's not either way. 
it goes. Do you think those things, do you think that time helps you? Because I always say this, and this is where I got the podcast idea, was like, I always try to get those fucking conversations on tape. I want on tape, on podcast, interview those. I always wanted to like get those, because I think those are the conversations are always the best when it comes to jujitsu and technique. Do you think those help? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think a lot of, um, well, yeah. So a lot of it's like staying after class and like drilling something that right. that we're working on or, or something that we're messing up or, I don't know, just to, sometimes you don't want to ask during class because you don't want to slow the class down. Right. Or sometimes your question, is, like my question might be too convoluted to ask during class or might not even have anything to do with what you're teaching. Right. So I'll just hold it until after class and then, you know, we'll bring it up or I'll grab Lou and say, hey, let me try this on you or you know, whatever. Let me so, try this. Let me try this uh, spinneroni move on you. And then, uh, so yeah, that helps. That helps. It helps staying after class, which I know some people can't. Hmm. Got to go to book club. Book club. You but, also, so another thing too that I forget is your daughter does jiu-jitsu too. Yeah, so she's been doing it for two years now. Two years. Consistently like six months. As a parent? Yeah. Why did you put her in jiu-jitsu? As a parent now. Mm, is it just because so, you're like, she's lazy and she needs something to do? Or is it... No, actually, she's the opposite of lazy. Like, she's really busy all the time. Um, she's a pretty good kid. Uh, no, I, I mean, I wanted her to be able to defend herself. Like, mm-hmm. if that ever... Right. You know, like, self-defense and then confidence in herself. And then, um, I don't know, it's just... Jiu-Jitsu is just cool. Right. So, you know... She enjoying it? Yeah, she loves it. She likes being there. She likes the kids in the class. You know, she, she likes you guys too. She likes. Um, even after I fire her. Yeah, she laughs about that. <laughs> She's like, I don't even know what my job is, and I got fired. But yeah. Does she even though I'm mean to her? No. Wait, yeah. Wait, you're mean. I'm mean. Yeah, yelling at all the kids. I was yelling at the fucking kids. Those motherfuckers. No. Um. <laughs> uh, no. So she, she, she enjoys it. Um, Does she, do you see a change in her? Like, um, not a dramatic change, but like a little bit like, I don't know, maybe a little open up. I don't know. I don't so, know. so I've seen a change in her in class. So, she's, so? she's still a little quiet and timid, but she was really timid when she first started. Oh, yeah. And then, so she's not, so one thing that she needs to work on is to be more aggressive right now. Um, with jujitsu? With jujitsu. Okay. Yeah, like when she rolls. Um, yeah, so, so at first, yeah, she was just kind of like really reserved. So I see her opening up more now. Mm-hmm. It's definitely helping her. I think she's been training long enough where she finally learned, you know, enough to be more confident. Um, so I see the change in her, which is cool. You know, I see it when she's rolling with kids. Like she's, she does all right. She's 10. She's 10. Yeah, but she enjoys it. She likes going. She's got other stuff going on right now. She's got volleyball, so she hasn't been in last week. Last week, and then she won't be in. Oh, she'll be in next week. Um, But yeah, I want to get her to compete. Really? Yeah. I've told her, but she doesn't want to. So I, you know, eventually she'll, she'll ask me to compete. Hopefully. Yeah. That'll be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be weird watching her. Because she is so... You know what I'm saying? He's not lying where he's like... She's timid. She is timid. 
She just is. Yeah, but, I mean, like you said, she's only been consistently going mm -hmm. in the past six months. That consistency helps kids, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, because she, she would go, like, once a week sometimes. Sometimes she wouldn't go for, like, a whole month. Right. And then go back and, you know, like, what did you learn today? I don't know. We did something, and I don't know what it was. You know, now, like, I'm like, what did you guys do? Like, oh, we did Captain Morgan, or we did, uh, I don't know, a hip pump sweep or whatever. Yeah, right. So she knows what she's, you know, she's picking it up. Yeah. She's retaining it. So it's, yeah, consistency for sure, even for the adults. It's so important. key. It's so key for kids. I was, uh, <clears throat> a couple of years ago, I was listening to a interview with Guy, yeah, Guy Mendez, Guy, whatever. Um, he was he was on a podcast and he was talking and he was specifically talking about the kids program. How they have like a ton of kids, right? And he's like. And he was talking about like some of the problems he has with it, and it came down to consistency, because the, the 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 point of contention was that he brought up was the parents would come up to him. He he would have to he goes I would have to deal with the parents that would come up to me and go, oh I see you working with so and so, it's like I see you working with so and so. How come you're not working with my kid? Mm -hmm. And I guess Gui was like, you don't come in. He's like I don't even know your kid. And he goes, you know, he goes, you have little Johnny who's coming in consistently. You know, they're with their older kids, they can they come in all the time. He's coming in three, four, five times a week. And you're bringing your child in once a week. He's like, the relationship is going to develop more with the kid I see every day as opposed to the other one. He's like, I don't know what right. he knows. And I don't, I mean, I know what he knows, but I don't think... You know what I mean? Like, there's, like I was telling the guys, like, you know, you show the people a little extra, and that's, and that's what he was going in. But I, what I took from that was, like, consistency is key. It's like, you have to bring your child in. Considering you've seen it a little bit now in the past yeah. six months, of you, she's actually coming in. She's picking it up. And I think that's the biggest thing, and I think parents don't understand that. Do you work with her at home? Sometimes. So <laughs> she'll ask me, like, uh, if she was trying something and it wasn't working, she'll ask me to show her. So we'll do we'll do stuff at home, or she sees me working on stuff, and then because we have mats at home, yeah. uh, so uh, spin a rooney. Yeah, everybody has mats. I've never had mats, but I mean, yeah, sure. Go on. Interesting. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, so yeah, yeah. We work on some stuff sometimes. Mm. Yeah, Rosemary too. Rosemary more than Alex. She's yeah. probably up yeah. at fucking. Yeah early morning fucking doing her sit-ups. Well, she texted me earlier to work on some close guard stuff with her tonight. Rosemary? Yeah. So we'll probably go on the mats for a little while and work on stuff. Rosemary yeah. needs to get a fucking life. Seems like. Needs Rosemary's got a really good high guard. <laughs> yeah. That arm bar mm -hmm. from the high guard. Yeah. Yeah. I was working with her. Yeah. She caught that. She caught on to that really quick. That shit don't yeah, work I on don't... me. Well, uh -huh. yeah, because you're like twice your size <laughs> <laughs> so she she gets frustrated speaking of frustration she gets a little frustrated you can't fucking talk about her Vic she's not here no she's I'll, number one student cause she what? won't say she wouldn't admit it but she gets frustrated she'll tell she me like, frustrated. Ah, I couldn't figure this out ah 
I hate jujitsu. <clears throat> I couldn't figure it out. I don't know how to shrimp. Um, does that sound? Is it like that? Sounds about right. <laughs> I, like, I don't know how to fucking shrimp. I kind of like that better than I deserve a belt. I deserve. I deserve a belt. Um. <laughs> I hate when people complain. Or a stripe. Or a stripe. Yeah, Lou, Lou, Lou's complaining about having a stripe this week. He was like, I, I, I deserve. And he gave me his, his reasons. His fifth one. His fifth stripe. I'm gonna start giving him the kids stripes where you get different colors. <laughs> the red. He might outrank Matthew. Um, is there anything you dislike in jujitsu? Do you have anything you dislike of jujitsu? Because we always talk about positive stuff, and always yeah. want to. I want to see if there's anything you dislike. Uh, other than the sweaty men. Sweaty man. smelly men. I. It's not like a dislike, like about jujitsu directly, but um, how would I categorize it? I don't know. People that quit because there seems there's there's a lot of it. Like people don't give it enough of a chance to. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, so it's hard. It's so, hard, but. So that's so. Oh god! Here we go. What? I thought you're gonna. Oh. Seems like you're yeah. lining up to. I am. I mean, it's it's not soccer. It's not football. Right. Should be it's soccer. It's not. Wish it was. Um, fucking school. Where what everybody... is it? Yeah, people don't. It was gonna be like that. Though. Yeah, I just think that people don't give it enough of a chance. Because if I. Because man, the first year especially is really hard. The first year, year and a half, right. like when your body's adjusting to everything. Like I remember coming in and I couldn't do, I couldn't make it through a whole class. Right. Like I, I would be dying at the end. And then um, I couldn't move my hips. That was like a big problem for me too at first. Because mm. I had like no flexibility. Yeah, you literally had no flexibility. You couldn't You're right. Move. You're just like, what is that dog spike? Oh. What? What's that guy like fat? Uh, <laughs> I guess, like the one that can't move. You know, it's all like upper body. Just stiff, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, so I, I wish people would give it more of a chance and just kind of make it past like that first Day. maybe year. Yeah, <laughs> get past that first year, people, year and a half. That's why we make the. That's why we make when people sign up. That's why we make it a year, and people are like, why a year? Year so I'm like, dude, you're not gonna get good at jujitsu. It, like it's like put it in perspective. It took 14 years. No, how long did it take me to get my black belt? 11 years. Oh yeah. Sorry, been training for 14. It took me 11 years to get my black belt, right? Mm-hmm. 11 years. And it's like, even when you're a black belt, even when I was a black belt, I didn't think. I'm like, man, there's a. Not that being cliche, but I was like, oh man, there's a lot to learn. There was. I can't even imagine people like, oh, I'm not going to do this a year. It's like, then you're not going to really learn it. You know, and it's the thing. You're, you're only going to get past. And I tell people, I'm like, give me six months, I'll get you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Meaning comfortable. I didn't say you're going to be whipping people's asses. I didn't say you're going to be coming in, doing this, or getting a stripe, or getting promotion. I said comfortable. That means, you know what comfortable means? My definition is, you made a schedule for yourself, meaning I'm coming in every Tuesday, Thursday at you know six thirty, or whatever the class is. I'm coming in at that time, I'm going my twice a week, and I'm going to do my class for the hour. And that's your routine. That's your okay. Now I'm comfortable. I'm coming in. Hey guys, how you doing? You made some friends. You're saying hi. You know what I mean? You're you kind of know what to do. You kind of know what to flow. You're still learning. That's just being comfortable. 
Yeah. You're still getting your fucking ass kicked, meaning like you're still, the, the warm-ups are still killing you a little bit. You know, sometimes they're harder, sometimes they're a little bit lighter, but then you're rolling now. Oh, I can last on, I can last two rounds in a row instead of, you know, just one or two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, I did three rounds today. I, I mean, I set out, you know, I set out twice, but I did three. You know what I mean? Like that level of being comfortable. <clears throat> Another six months adds into like, okay, I went through the curriculum twice, essentially, right? I went to the curriculum twice. But I still don't know what the fuck's going on. Like mm-hmm. you got, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I can make our curriculum like a year, but like, <laughs> it's a fucking year. It's like six months. You cover through it, right? Restart it again because it's gonna take one, two, three, four, five, six times to to see something to be like, oh shit, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but even at six months, people don't remember what they did in month one. Right. They can't. It, do that's that. the thing. You know, like. Do you guys remember that? No, you know it's like you teach class. No, I don't. I don't mind. What do you say? Man? But and also here's another. Thing I think though. people need. I think. I think that's the biggest thing. It's right. I think that's the biggest thing right there. Where it's like people don't fucking like. They don't realize how. Difficult it is. How difficult it is. Yeah. yeah I for think sure. that. Did you think it was easy when you came in? No, I thought it was like the hardest thing in the world. No, like, when you first came in before, where you're like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking do this. I'm gonna oh, do of course, I came in like the first day thinking I'd be. A natural, right? You know, and then you get your butt kicked, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, I don't know shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think the biggest key is for people to check their ego at the door, because they do expect to to advance right away, and like, yeah, you're not even you're not even close, not even. And that's the thing, like, like you, yeah, it is the first year is probably the hardest because people go through so many ups and downs right like you come in and then you hit that reality hits you right where you're like reality hits you where you're like okay I'm not as good as I think I was and people can either A continue or kind of be like oh this is stupid and leave and I've seen a lot of people go this is fucking stupid. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then they go. And you know what I mean. And then, then, <laughs> or they come back a year later. I should stuck with it. Like mm-hmm. you know, and like. Mm. Oh, but then the guys that do do stick with it, they're not committed to it. You know, sticking with it doesn't mean you're committed to it. It just means that commitment means that you're consistently coming in, but they're not com- coming in. They're like, well. I can take a day off. I can come once a week or I can come once every 10 days. And it's like, I hate when I see that. And that's why you get those messages like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Where have you been? You know, granted, they're automated, but they're set for that interval because it's like, you're only coming in every 10 days. That's a problem. You know, like, they disappear, they come back. And then they look be and they have always said this. They look they look to the right, they look to the left, and they say, I started with these fucking assholes, but these two assholes next to me, they're lined up next to me, they're coming every day. Or not, they're coming in twice a week consistently. In the past three months, I've in three months I've come in, you know, what? Twelve times in three months? You know? 
That's two, four, six, eight. Dude, that's that's like once every week or something. But like, it, I don't know. But like, well, and then if you're a beginner, right, and you, your body's getting acclimated to everything, and you don't come in for ten days, and then yeah. your body has to reacclimate, and then you're trying to build up cardio so you can last longer, and then that goes away real quick if you're not constantly working on it. And I think that's like where people just kind of start fading away. It's like first it's like a week they don't show up, then two weeks, and then they come in and then they get beat up and they're tired and yeah they get frustrated. You know what? This isn't for me. It's like it could be for you if you actually came in. Well, I had so many things. I'm like, did you? I'm like, did you? I mean, like, did you really? Like, did you really have all those things, or were you just making excuses because you knew that you were gonna come in and you're gonna get fucking? You're gonna be tired. That's your. When we say ass beat, we don't mean physically. Somebody's gonna beat you up, but like the the warm ups kick my ass. Right, the warm ups and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then it's like a chain reaction where it's like, all right, you're trying to suffer through the warm ups. You, you the simple warm ups can't make it through it because you're out of shape, and then you're still huffing and puffing. You're still fucking huffing and puffing. You're like, what the fuck and then like During class time. is going on and you're like well, I missed it and now you're getting now frustration sets in because you miss half the instruction because you're too busy fucking getting water like a weakling and then like Lou then like you're... Lou and then now you're not paying attention now you're like what the fuck happened you're like oh no we're doing this this doesn't make sense I gotta ask questions and you're asking constant questions and then like the person the person you're working with might get frustrated and the instructor's like what's going on and then hey, I don't get it it's like well dude you need to fucking relax you know what I mean like it all depends on how you handle it and like you're like oh then you people go I oh, fuck this you're mean you suck at teaching I'm out of here oh yeah it's our fault you know what I mean yeah. like it's like all you had to do was come in two hours a day two hours a week yeah you know all that could have been avoided. I think all that could have, you could have seen those changes that the two guys standing next to you in line saw in the three months, you know. Because three months is a long time, you know, I feel like. For in jiu-jitsu time. Yeah. If you're coming in every day. Or, I mean, you know, consistently. You know. I think that's a long time. But, but that's what happens though, man. Like, frustration sets in. Yeah. hard yeah you see a lot of people get frustrated a lot of beginners get frustrated with it yeah. but you know and it's it's hard I mean you don't you don't do jujitsu because it's easy you do it because it's hard and you're trying to do something hard and get good at it right so it's like alright you started because you wanted to try something new you knew it was hard and then when you realize how hard it is you quit it's like come on like, you gotta give it a chance give it a chance and learn I say yeah. that to parents <laughs> Say that to parents when they're like, my kid doesn't like it. Why doesn't he like it? Oh, you know, this, this. Oh, because he's working hard or she's working hard. Okay, good luck with that. It's true, man. Like, you start pulling them out, they're going to be quitters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's what, or they're going to be like that one parent. It's or not they're gonna just going cl- to make excuses for the kids. It's not a cliche. It's, I think it's the truth. It's like, you start pulling your kid out because it's hard, then good luck. Because when he's 19, 20 years old, you're gonna be bailing them. You're gonna be bailing them out of things. You know, it's like, oh, I need cash. I don't have. I'm short for rent. I'm short on rent this month. Can you? Well, fucking get a second job then. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if also with the parents who do it and the kids that do it, you know, if you see one parent, I've seen it before, the parent quits and then the, soon after the kid quits. Yeah. It's one of those things. I'm like, come on, man. Such shitty example. Yeah. 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 Right, Ian? Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, that's that's what it is. But but you've seen a lot of people come and go in three years. Dude, I have seen so many people come and go in the three years that I've started. It's like from when I first started, <coughs> I don't know how many people are left. I mean, like, like maybe like a handful, like are left. I can't even remember. So I, I'll, I'll like Cisco, Robbie. Wait, who? One Stripe Eric? Oh, yeah. He doesn't count. So from when I started, so Fabi, Burgos. How many times has Israel quit? Uh, least, I think he's on Twice. his fourth. No. Three, three times. I thought it was more like six. He doesn't know how to listen to podcasts. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, Go yeah. On. So it's, uh, and other than that. Fabi. Oh, so, Fabi. She's so there's maybe, I'd say maybe like 10 people left from when I started. That you know of, yeah. That maybe. I can remember. And then right. there's been like. A ton in and out. Yeah. You know? And it's like a lot of people come in really enthusiastic and they mm-hmm. really get into it and start doing a bunch of classes and posting pictures. They're doing jujitsu and all this stuff. And then three months later, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're, they don't last. It's weird to me. Yeah. It's just amazing how many people quit. Like, and I get it. Some people have life things going on and, you know, sometimes you just can't do it. But the majority seem to just quit because it's just hard. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to advance. It's hard to learn things. You know, and then if people start getting like fixated on promotions and stuff like that too, Ugh. and they don't get it, like that starts, you know, becoming an issue too. Like they quit because of that, or people with egos, bruised egos, quitting too. Just you know, I've never thought about promotions. The only time <coughs> I thought of, <coughs> I thought about promotion was when somebody brought it up to me when I was a blue belt. They're like. You should be a purple belt. That's the only time where I was kind of like, I guess. It was like, literally it was like, I guess. But then I have a lot of people, other people are going, you should, be a, you should probably be a purple, purple. I'm like, okay, well, my peers are saying it. Mm-hmm. But I never, ever, ever, ever went up to somebody and was like, I deserve this. Right. my credentials. You know, like, I never did it. That's the only time I actually thought about it. Most of the time, I'm just like, man, I just want to fucking keep going. I was going to keep learning and keep doing it and keep going and like just keep going and that's right. it like do you know what I'm saying like well and the thing I is never, I, don't, I, don't I don't know nothing changes when you get promoted right you still have to come in and train like yeah. it's not like you're going to stop or you finish or you reach the final level like it's I mean, I never it's it's never of, ends I guess it's that sense of accomplishment for them I guess but like what I just see this meme like if it's something about like having a goal it's like you quit because you finally... I think Lou no, fucking yeah, posted Lou, it. Lou, Lou did Lou it stupid posted it. Lou stupid posted it. I don't remember what it is. That was true, though. Like, that was, that's that's very true. That's a very true meme. Like, if the belt's your goal, you're going to quit once you yeah. get it. Yeah. And it's like, it should be knowledge or some shit like that, right? And it should be because there's so much so much to learn in jiu-jitsu. Like, when people are like, Michael's to get a blue belt. Okay. Well, then what's after that? Oh, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I don't know why people want to be a blue belt. I don't know. I don't know why people want to be a blue belt now. Now I'm like the blue belt. Like everybody wants to be a blue belt. Now everybody's like sticking around to be a purple belt. And people are sticking around. 
giving it to them. Yeah. It's, it's like the blue belt's a new blue belt, or the purple belt's a new blue belt, and it's like, great, now how long until, it's like how long until the black belt becomes the blue, blue belt. belt. Yeah. I don't know. And I think, as a business owner, personally, I think that's a, it comes down to not knowing how to run your business and being afraid of losing people. And, and I don't want to offend anybody, but it's true. I think it's there's a lot of people who are opening schools who probably aren't in the position that aren't ready to probably open those schools or doing it for the wrong reasons. And I think that they don't want to... They're promoting people just to keep them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of... They were, they should worry about the quality, not the quantity. You know, like... Yeah, it, they should, but they don't see that because obviously they, whatever their situation is, but I don't understand that. Like, that they bugs the shit out of me. They want to keep those people, and those people... And the, here's the thing. The, the true tell of it would be competing in... Some of those schools that are handing out their belts mm-hmm. have a lot of people, but they don't compete. It's not like you, you have to compete, but there's a, a few schools that I can name, but I'm not going to name them. And they, uh, yeah, no, they I, just I hear give you. give it out. But that, weird. those people will never come up knowing that there's it's another school that has true co- colored belts. Mm-hmm. They won't roll with them because they're afraid of losing, because they know that their belt cannot stand to say one of our blue belts except for Lou yeah, yeah except for Lou Lou gets his ass kicked by everybody but yeah. no I just no no, I, I get it but it's like that's how it is and I think that's the way it is and I think that's where it goes in and like in and out I guess <laughs> people come in and out yeah and you yeah. see him at the other place it's weird to me you get a belt you get a belt it's weird to me though but yeah yeah and that's that is weird like people quitting and then going somewhere else just to get their belt. Yeah. Like, and it happens. It happens a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It happens a lot. Yeah. That's so weird. But, and then you see them get a new belt immediately knowing that they really don't deserve that belt. I switched after a year training elsewhere and then I switched, you know, with Carlos. Mm -hmm. And I think I was at white for another year or so. I don't know, whatever. And... It took me a whole entire year to unlearn all the crap that I learned for a year. I like it. Um, I liked it. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Cool yeah. move. Cool, well, can, cool can opener. I had, I had told you guys before, too, like that I had heard you guys graded pretty tough. From who? From oh, I didn't. unnamed sources. Uh, oh, no, really? yeah, yeah, no, that you, guys, that you guys were tough on... Really? Yeah. On promoting. Oh yeah. You guys I know there's I know there's yeah. people out there that need to be promoted. Yeah. Right now that might be listening to this. Um, just wanna let you know you're not gonna get it. Yeah. Even if you ask. Yeah. Or whine or say something to someone else. Human. Um But yeah. No, we are. I just feel like I don't mean I don't do it a lot on purpose, but I feel like we have a higher standard. A little higher standard because I feel like there's there should be there should be a lot of higher standard. I think because because what's going to happen is this. You're going to go to a party. You're going to go to a party. And Joe Schmo from another school is a purple bell. And you get your purple bell. And Joe Schmo is going to be like, want to roll? But Joe Schmo sucks. 
but you suck even more. And Joe Schmo was like, yeah, they fucking suck over there. <laughs> and I look like an asshole for promoting you. Like, because I wanted to keep you. Why not be like, yeah, I'm a blue belt. Oh, yeah, I'm a purple belt. I want to roll. And you destroy the fucking purple belt. And be like, sorry, we have there's different standards. You yeah. Know? There's a difference between standards and sandbagging. Yeah. There's some schools that sandbag and knowing that their student is going to win gold in their belt yeah, division. Maybe. Whereas it's like we just have standards. Our standards are more like compared to the coast because that's that's a higher level. Well, yeah, when you when you get whatever belt you get and the guys go and compete, like they're at the right level, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, they're competing and they're holding their own against... Oh, sorry. Oh, no. No, but what were you saying? No, just, like, when guys get their belt. Like, if somebody gets a blue belt and goes to compete, I mean, they're holding their own. You know, so when somebody gets a belt from you guys, it's... You know so. it's legit. Yeah. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I hope he does. Except for Lou. Lou came in with that shitty blue belt. Um, <laughs> Did he get it from Letty? I don't know who he got it from. I think he just bought it. Um, Online. I remember when Lou came in, I whipped his ass, then disappeared for six months. And I asked Charlotte, I'm like, where's he at? Uh, he told me he needed to get in shape to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, is there anything else? That's it? Who's your sponsors? Your taco sponsors? Oh, taco sponsors? Taqueria Toluca. Taco sponsor. It, where's you, it at? What? What? What do you guys start doing meal preps? Uh, I don't know. To be determined. <laughs> I don't know. When? No, where is it so people know? It's on 10th Street in Waukegan. Uh, 822 10th Street in Waukegan. In Waukegan. Yeah. Do you want to think any of your sponsors? Maybe AP? 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 AP. Show your own. Show your own. Right. No. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Well, thanks, Vic. Hopefully... Um, we can get Rosemary on the fucking on here and then go from there. Then you can get Lou. No. Um, we'll have, uh, <laughs> we'll get the real scoop on Rosemary. Or rather, you should get Charlotte on here. I you mean, should actually get Rosemary before this gets posted. No. Maybe. What does she do on Sundays? Other mm, than complain? Nothing. No, I don't know. She works. She works. On Sundays? Yes. Depends. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't she go to church? No. Okay. We'll see. Mm. I'll ask her. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And, um, you know, I did. Um, Vic is a easy person to talk to, really laid back. Again, I do apologize for some of the, you know, I apologize for the, for the, for the audio quality in general. Um, and then especially in the beginning with the dogs barking, sorry, uh, we did it at our house, I did it in my house. So, uh, we should do them at the school. I think I'm trying to find a place in my house where it's a little bit more secluded, more soundproof, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, again, guys, um, you know, I got a couple more lined up. Hopefully, hopefully we can do these a little bit more. I enjoy doing them. Um, it gives me something to do, breaks the monotony of my day, (laughs) but I just, uh, you know, go out there and I know that some of you guys have uh, jobs where you guys can actually listen to podcasts in your headphones, whether whether it be driving or um, sitting at the office or sitting at home. So if you guys enjoy these, again, hit me up. Hit us up in the Facebook group. 
with topic ideas. Um, I'm not sure if I would make a, um, I don't know, maybe a Facebook page of this. I don't know, or a website or something. I don't know, but, uh, or a suggestion box, I guess. But other than that, I hope you guys enjoy uh, listening. I hope you guys enjoy it again. Um, you know, if you're new to the uh, the LCBJJ Talks podcast, we're uh, a jiu-jitsu school located in Mundelein, Illinois. Um, which is, you know, reach out to us. Our website is lakecountybjj.com. We offer kids and adult classes. Our emails info at lakecountybjj.com. If you guys have any questions regarding our program or anything like that, and uh, also all you know, all things of social media is Lake County BJJ. Um, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook. Those are the big three that we use. And of course, you know, starting to use a little bit more of other things like Snapchat. Everything is always Lake County BJJ. So I hope you guys enjoyed and I will see you guys very soon. Hopefully. Bye.